This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I think this is a natural conclusion of Trumpism, right? You have Trump has made these people want to be celebrities and think they can be celebrities and think, you know, that their main goal is to grow their brand. And so you have these mini Trumps. You have Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor. Uh, well, Marjorie Taylor Greene, no, but you have Lauren Boebert and all these people who just want to get famous and who think that the small dollar donations and getting famous is a much bigger deal than working together and solving problems. And so they have no incentive to vote for Kevin ever. And I think because Kevin tacked so MAGA so early on, remember in January after the insurrection, he went down there, he's shown himself to be MAGA, right? So he is not, you know, Democrats would never make a deal with him, I think, at this point. And yet he is, um, you know, not MAGA enough for MAGA because you could never be MAGA enough for MAGA. We have had more discussion and debate over the last three days than I have participated in on this floor for the last two years. And it's healthy. It absolutely promotes the collegiality that everyone is striving to obtain. We're having discussions not just within our own party, but amongst each other as we walk around and start planning for the legislation that we will need to address over the next two years in the 118th Congress, that sooner or later, yes, sooner or later, we will begin to function as. Those are the good days. And guess what? Our constituents think, as they watch us on C-SPAN today, that this is how every day functions. They think that this is how every bill gets addressed in this body. And they will be shocked to learn the ones that you have not disclosed the little nasty secret to, that unfortunately, that's not how it works around this place. That under the current rules and under the current leadership construction that on fly-in days, typically Monday at the beginning of the week, the leadership on both sides of the aisle negotiate a number of bills, 15 to 20 pieces of legislation that one Democrat and one Republican stand on this floor. They discuss momentarily and then they say the magic words, without objection, we will pass this by unanimous consent. 
And there are two people standing on the floor passing pieces of legislation that oftentimes are the naming of buildings that don't really bother anybody or affect one's life, but in many circumstances spend millions and tens okay. of millions um, of dollars. Yesterday, a, a, a magnificent speech by Matt uh, Rosendale. Three things are going on here. And by the way, it is Friday, the 6th of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. You're in the war room and uh, we're actually packed today. There's uh, all types of moving pieces to this drama and the um, and we're the pregame and the curtain's going to come up at noon um, as we grind through another day. And of course, obviously this is a historic day. So we'll get into all of that. Uh, three things are going on. Number one, this is standing up and bracing up the corporatist lobbyist wing, the people called swamp. I don't like to say that cause it's too cutesy, but that corporatist apparatus that controls the process. The reason we're in 30 trillion dollars of debt what nine and a half trillion over at the Federal Reserve on their balance sheet. The reason the spending's out of control, what a hundred trillion dollars of unfunded liabilities. So number one, that is in full been fully exposed, and there's a fight on that this never 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 Kevin, right? Number two is that you're seeing at least even what McCarthy's putting on the table and what we're hearing about, and, and there's some things getting down on paper. Uh, and this is for all my constitutional conservative colleagues and buddies uh, that had just said, oh, we should have just given it to Kevin early on. This is structures. There are massive changes. And I'm not saying people are going to take this deal, but there are massive changes and give ups that actually start to bring the people's voice in some regular order into this madness. Right. And number three is a civics lesson right there. Because everybody thinks every day this works on Capitol Hill like that. It does. It's far from that. And Matt Rosendale had this fantastic, epic speech yesterday that laid it all out. Uh, Matt, uh, uh, Congressman Rosendale, thank you very much for joining us. I want to go back to that speech for a minute because you saw and we wanted to juxtapose the way this is being presented on MSC and quite frankly on Fox, a lot of conservative media and CNN, New York Times, that this is chaos, this is super MAGA, that you're not coming together to solve problems. The, the, what, what is happening here is the beginning of the solution for the problems. Actually, you're representing in Montana, what, uh, two, in eastern Montana, the people actually are now having an actual voice in how the system runs. Congressman Rosendale, your, your thoughts and analysis. You are, you are spot on, Steve. And, and for months now, that is what I've been talking about. We absolutely must restore regular order to the House of Representatives. The, the first time that I came on War Room, I don't know, two months ago. So we have got to take the rules, which, is, which govern the procedures uh, on the House floor, and restore them. We're not talking about radical changes from the norm to restore them so that each member of Congress has an equal voice out there. And I've been very, very consistent about that. Right now, the problem is that the speaker and the nine people that the speaker places on the rules committee control all legislation that comes out of the committee. Once a committee passes a bill, it goes to this this uh, super legislative body. And they make the determination about which amendments are going to be acceptable to be placed or offered on that bill. And then it goes out to the floor. And, and I've been arguing all along that, number one, we need to make sure that we have single issue legislation so that we are no longer faced with 4,000 page documents 
that are $1.7 trillion and that have 7,000 earmarks in there, special uh, projects for, for members across the country. We, we just cannot have that. The next thing is once they are passed out of committee, they need to be able to go to the floor and members should be allowed to offer amendments to that legislation as long as whatever they are offering as an amendment is germane to that subject. And so what you're going to hear over the next week, because this is going to get tougher next week, Steve, we're going to need everyone that right now is cheering for us and saying we want change. We're going to need them to stay with us because the pressure that is within that body and the pressure that is outside of that body on K Street, as you well know, and the lobbyists across this country are going to put immense pressure on those that are trying to force this change because they are so deeply invested into the system as it exists and the people that are running it. And so we're going to need outside support to make sure that we can move these changes. They're going to say, McCarthy has agreed to all of this. He's agreed to all of these changes. But if you really get down in the weeds, and that's where legislation takes place, way down in the weeds, you will find that he's agreed to superficial changes that still will maintain the control of everything that happens in his hands. And quite frankly, he has a broken trust across the the, uh, the conference and there are so many people that are have been intimidated by the power that he still wields that they, they have not been willing to stand up and come with us yet. The number is 202-225-3121. That's the main switchboard for the House of Representatives. We need everybody. And by the way, if you support Kevin McCarthy and you you agree with the Fox News guys and this that hey, this is we're late. We can't get a we can't get an investigation started. We got to start, which is all nonsense. Or they're going to work with the Democrats. More nonsense. That's all crap. Okay. But if you support that, it's a free country. We love the posse. 202-225-3121. However, if you support uh, the uh, the dissenters or the dissidents or, you know, they're called rebels on CNN and they're called insurgents on Fox, right? If you support those, uh, then let people know this. Today's the day for emails, phone calls, and also find the local offices of your representative. And if you want to show support uh, for, for, for Ogles and Rosendale and Good, when you call the switchboard, not just go to your own congressman, go to them. They need to hear that support today. It's going to get tough. This is why I'm so proud of this audience and this platform that we've built you know, everybody else is speaking at 60,000 feet. We're in the weeds. And here's why in the weeds. All this stuff about draining the swamp, if you want to drain the swamp, you got to go to the heart of the beast. And this is the heart of it. This is where this is where the power players deal. And what's so stunning is that McCarthy, at least on one level, is prepared to essentially, it looks like, at least on the surface, give you guys a massive win to open up this process, right? That in and of itself is pretty stunning. I mean, what's, and this is why I tell everybody says, oh, he should have just done McCarthy at the beginning. I said, look what these guys have done. They have moved this thing so much to be even a, a schematic of an open process. Is is that essentially how you see it, uh, Congressman, at least right now, understanding you don't trust the deal at all. There's no trust. And you think, Hey, they're going to bait and switch us, sir. Hey, hey, would you, would you let Lucy hold the football for you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> because because I don't want Lucy holding the football for me. I, yeah, there's just something deep inside of me that says that she's going to pull it this time, too. Okay? It's been demonstrated. Look, Kevin, Kevin went to the Democrats when he was in the uh, – he's been in leadership for 12 years around this place. He is a creature of this community. 
I won't use the S word either, uh, but he is a creature of this community. And in 2015, in 2017, in 2018, in 2019, when he played leadership roles, whether it was as the uh, whip or as the majority leader, he constructed spending bills, spending measures. And each time, Steve, he had to go to the Democrats to get his votes in order to pass it because he didn't have just 20, 30 uh, fiscally conservative, uh, true to their word, Republicans that held out. He had anywhere between 100 and 120 Republicans hold out on each one of those spending provisions. And guess what? September is going to get here a lot faster than anybody realizes. And at that point, that's when we're, the omnibus is going to run out of money and they're going to have to pass a budget. And mark my words, if Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House of Representatives, there will be more Democrats on the budget than there are Republicans in a, in a uh, Republican majority House of Representatives. There will be more Democrats on that spending bill, on that budget, than there are Republicans in order to pass it. And if he's going to have to go and pass legislation like that, then he might just as well get started earning the Democrat votes right now, because my constituents do not want me to have the same people in leadership that have managed the demise of our country over the last 10 years moving forward to stay in leadership. We have an, an extremely rare opportunity right now to change not only the conduct of the House, the rules, how things how things work around here, but to, to, to have someone in the position that's going to be navigating those rules that we actually have trust in. Hey, Congressman, can I can you stay for a few minutes? We're going to take a short commercial break. We have a few more questions. We're, we're absolutely packed today. We've got Andy O's coming up. We've got Russ Vote. He's going to lay all this out. We have Bob Good. Um, we're going to get uh, Tiffany Justice is going to join us. Uh, Steve Cortez. It's going to be packed. Uh, and these are the critical issues, the the beginning of solutions. And it's going to if you think it's been tough and nasty, and you should under the behind the scenes. For the Eli Cranes and the Matt Rosendales and the Bob Goods and the Matt Gates, it's been a knife fight. It is as nasty. The pressure is building. And what uh, I think Eli said it yesterday, he said 95% of his constituents out there in Arizona to 5% have his back and say, absolutely. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. 
Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, with, we're with Congressman Matt Rosendale, and we're going to get this link up. You've got to watch his speech yesterday because it uh, – and I think hopefully – because the ratings have been huge here. Everybody's talking about it. They're talking about it in Europe. We, we, as you know, we have Ben Harnwell in our international group. We talk every day early in the morning to, to folks in the city of London and all over. Everybody's talking about this. They're watching. They're mesmerized by it. Now, they think it's like House of Commons. It's every day. But Matt Rosendale said, no, we need to do this. We need to debate the biggest issues in front of the country like this. Congressman Rosendale, this package, and Russ is going to come on, this package has got – it looks like huge give up on, on spending and the process of spending. It's got this uh, incredible thing he's given up on uh, to vacate the chair, motion to vacate the chair. There's tons of rules and processes, and people have to understand this is how you begin to take it back from the lobbyists. Given all that, um, you said you wouldn't accept it because there's a trust issue with McCarthy because he's a creature of the system, and you just don't trust him or the people around him. Would you take this package, maybe tuned up, if there was another person that would come up as speaker, sir? Not at this point. They, they still have not made uh, the, the strides forward, Steve, that we need to in order to restore an equal uh, voice for representation of each of the districts across our country. Uh, that's why, honestly, we started receiving calls yesterday from Democrats across the country thanking me for exposing how the place was actually uh, working or not working, depending upon how you want to look at it, because their representatives don't have equal voice either. And, and so I, I do believe, and, and I walked over and sat over with my colleagues on the other side of the aisle yesterday. Again, this is this is what we are supposed to do and started having some conversations and said, I, I think that you should have an equal voice in this debate as well, because guess what? I believe in my ideas. My ideas will win. They are better for our country. And so I am more than glad to make sure that everyone has the same size megaphone that we can go out to that floor and discuss and debate these issues. And, and while you will hear over the next week, I'm telling you that, oh, my gosh, we have given away the store. First of all, they are superficial agreements of superficial uh, amendments uh, that they have thrown out there. To, to, to try and cover each issue, but not anything of substance. And then again, how can you believe in any agreement that has been negotiated by someone that you have no trust in? I walk down to the floor each week, Steve, and on Mondays, they would just say, we suspend the rules and we're going to bring all this legislation forward and we're going to pass it when no one is here. That, that, I mean, that's you, you can suspend the rules and then the House of Representatives is a majority majority body. And, and if someone isn't there to object to it, then business will go on as usual if we don't change the rules and the leadership that is enforcing them. This is why MSNBC, this is why Congress's approval is at 9%. It's in single digits. And the reason is this, that this is why the Republicans should be every day out there saying, hey, this is why it's so dysfunctional, you know, because they keep saying we're going to juxtapose how the Democrats run everything is so perfectly a common order. And now the this is not chaos that anybody no. saying this chaos is wrong. This is this is getting so you want solutions to the problems. You're seeing how you get solutions fighting. These 20 people are patriots. They're going to be they're going to be considered in history like the patriots in 1773 and 1774 that led to 1776. Do the people in eastern Montana, do the folks in your district 
have your back on this? Do they are they do, are they read in to how uh, how huge this fight is, and quite frankly, how nasty this fight's going to get? Overwhelming, overwhelming support from the people across the state, not just in the eastern Montana, throughout the state of Montana, and and uh, across the nation, we have had an outpouring of support. It's it's overwhelming. The prayers and the letters and calls of support and encouragement that have come in. But we're just beginning, and we are absolutely uh, the people that that stay on this fight are going to need that support as we go into the next week. Uh, Congressman Rosendale, how do people get to you, social media? How do they get to your site? Find out more about you, sir. At Rep. Rosendale. At Rep. Rosendale, I finally, I finally keep it right in my head, Steve, so that every time you ask me that, I can deliver the line. <laughs> sir, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. True God patriot and hero. God bless you, sir. You're going to need it. Uh, Russ, vote. Uh, thank you for joining us. You're one of the architects of this. Um, tell me, what, do you, do you, do you, about this deal that's going around, is getting it on paper, there's all kind of thing. oh, they're going to flip 10 votes. Uh, just give me your assessment. You, you've said, hey, we got to deal with the guy next after McCarthy because right now there's a massive problem, and that problem is the cartel, right? And right now you're trying to take out the cartel head. So give us your assessment as we start because noon the curtain's going to go up, and I'm just telling everybody in this audience – and it behind the scenes is as nasty as it can get. If you think it's been nasty before, you ain't seen nothing yet because now the pressure cooker is really going to start. Russ, vote. Yeah, no, this is a really critical moment that we're in. And um, <clears throat> the, the deal that is being negotiated, I, I would say, has a great potential. Devil is in the details. But what you're, you're seeing, you just heard it from that patriot, Matt Rosendale, is the fact that when you have a speaker that is the DNA of the cartel, bought and paid for by the cartel, trust factor, been lied, these members have been lied to for years on years, they don't trust anything. And so even though you may have a, I believe, potentially transformational deal, I want to make the details, but what I'm hearing is very, very good, and I want to explain what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what I've help, been helping them work on, that is going to have a hard time passing, and it may not pass. And so I think what happens is if they get these concessions, I believe that this is the type of thing that uh, even if the if if the Patriots say, look, we're not going to do it, it there's got to be a change, and uh, this is going to be the type of foundation that anyone who leaves the House is going to have to agree to. That's the direction that I think that we are in. How can how can the how can the people that are here that are part of the apparatus, part of the cartel, part of the swamp? How can they agree to this? The outline of what I've seen is is so shocking in what they do. This I kind of went with Rosendale. There's got to be there's got to be kinks in this thing because they couldn't possibly agree to this because you're really opening up to 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 much more of non lobbyist control, not non corporate control, non money control. How could the people that make their living off of this, which is let's be honest, at least half of the conference. How could they agree to McCarthy doing everything? This is this is almost making the speaker a ceremonial role, right, with a shotgun to his head every second of every day. Why would anybody else back this up? And they're saying, hey, you can't give this away. Why would they do that? Well, and I think that's the people. There's there's two camps, really, but within those those 20 patriots, right? And, and the po- folks who are working on the deal are the ones that, who are saying, you know what? We are in a moment in time where this is the only 
speaker that has a chance to uh, that's not coming from the the right, like a Jim Jordan or someone like that, or Byron Donald. This is if you if you've got someone that like a Steve Scalise, he's not going to agree to this. You got someone who's Elise Stefanik's not going to agree to this. So they're looking at this from the standpoint of. We have a moment in time that where they are, that for the first time, we're talking about an independent rules committee. This has been my biggest thing. How do you defeat the cartel? You have an independent rules committee with enough real House conservatives on there to tell, tell the speaker, no, we're not doing that. We are not doing that. And that's what we're now talking about. That's how you defeat the cartel. That's not window dressing. That is that is actually real de jure power that would rest with the House Freedom Caucus on every major bill, every major bill and amendment. And I get the notion of well, they can suspend the rules. They can't suspend the rules without changing the rules. They need to do two thirds to be able to they need two thirds vote to do that. And it means that like conservatives are going to have to show up and be present. Yes. But this is major power. Uh, motion to vacate, single member. That, that's the enforceability of it, is on every one of these terms, one member can go, and now we have parliamentary-style government, which this 20 members, Matt Rosendale, made sure we have parliamentary-style government with the 20 to be able to enforce that with a motion to vacate. So look, it's not there yet. I, I, last night, I was when, when we were texting Steve, the church committee is not where it needs to be yet. Uh, and that's part of the, the, the conversation to make sure that this can't just be, you know, some squirrely oversight committee. It has to be real robust. But the, so the devil's in the details. I want to frame, zoom out and frame kind of the considerations of where both sides are and why I believe that we are on the precipice of a win-win situation. And even if this thing doesn't how enough votes for Kevin McCarthy, that's dispositionally where I want to be. Uh, I want to make sure that this is the deal the next guy has to agree to, but there is a merit in what's being done, and it would not be possible if the only Kevins had gotten their way. The only Kevins on Fox News, the only Kevins on, on, on Twitter, those are the people that did not allow us to be in the moment where we, for the first time in 50, 60 years, really since Sam Rayburn's speakership, we're on the precipice of decentralized power of a leadership that has been weakened. And once the one speaker agrees to it, that is the new paradigm. You're, you're, so that's you're convinced of that. You think we've sh shifted this enough that if you still defeat McCarthy in this and you take a hard line, that that is the baseline. That is an absolute baseline that we use going forward? We have to make it so. There's no way that uh, we can allow that anything that he agrees to, and maybe he doesn't get Matt Rosendale's vote, and I'm not going to disagree with Matt Rosendale on that or, or, or some other member. Uh, he's going to have a hard time getting across the finish line, but this is the new baseline. And the first person that's willing to come to the table and say, I I'm for that, and I want to go further. I want to have a rules committee chairman that is not a part of leadership. That's this is the baseline. We are now moving in a different direction. Can I ask you to hold for for one second? I got a couple more questions. I know you're absolutely slammed. Remember, the architect of a lot of this is uh, is uh, the center that Russ runs. I got to ask him about the spending. I've got Tiffany Justice. We're going to try to get. We've got a number of the actual combatants that are uh, are, are signed up to come on, but I think they're starting their conference call, so it's not going to be. Um, uh, we may not. We're going to have them in and out, maybe by phone. But we're going to juggle a lot of balls here. We're going to make sure you understand everything. Two zero two 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 five three one two one is the main switchboard. 
to the House of Representatives. Have your voice heard today. Short break. Back in a moment. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Russ Vote is going to hang with us for a few minutes. We have Andy Ogles from Tennessee 5, that hard-fought district. Uh, Andy joins us. Congressman-elect Ogles joins us. Congressman, uh, Punchbowl's Jake Sherman just tweeted out that there's uh, McCarthy's announcing there's a deal, or at least a handshake deal, between himself and Chip Roy, who I guess is the lead negotiator. Can you give us any uh, background on that, sir? Yeah, I mean, so so for you know all your listeners, viewers, uh, you know these negotiations have been ongoing for months. And when I was elected in November as a member of the Freedom Caucus, I became a part of those conversations. We've been hard at work. Um, you know, for me, uh, even personally, uh, I, you know, I've been up at you know two o'clock in the morning uh, as we've had these meetings, as we've worked on this rules package. And, and I think I want to make it clear for me, it's it's not about the person. It's about how Congress is run. You know, we, we both know Congress is broken. Uh, spending is out of control. So we need mechanisms to rein that in. And so that's, that is my focus is how do, how do we, how do we contain this runaway government? And so these rules, and I, I always give the example, think about a monopoly game or a red light, green light. That, that game you played as a kid is that the rules can favor a particular player. The rules can determine the outcome, and the way the rules have have been for the last decade or more in Congress is the rules deny regular members like myself, if you're not in leadership, they deny us the ability to really play the game. And I hate to say game, but that kind of is what it is at times. And, and so what we're focusing on is what can we, how do we get a better deal for the American people? So we stood the line. We've refused to participate until we get a package that reflects the, the, the intent of our founders that I, as a representative, the people's house, have a voice. And so we're working on it. There is no deal yet. I will say that uh, it's close. We're going back and forth. I literally stepped out of a Freedom Caucus meeting to, to talk to you guys. And so it's ongoing. Uh, Chip is one of the lead negotiators. He's done a fantastic job, by the way. Uh, I mean, you talk about, you know, I put in a lot of time, and that even pales in comparison to what Chip's put in. 
Congressman, uh, Tennessee 5 was one of the hardest-fought primaries in the districts. What are the folks uh, back home, what are they telling you? Because now you're one of these patriots of the 20 every day. People are taking shots at you guys. You're, you're screwing up the country. You're, you're recalcitrant. There's, no, there's nothing getting done. All these lies and misrepresentations. When you, uh, what if, when you talk to the folks every day back in your district, what are they telling you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, let, let's go back in time a little bit. You know, during COVID, I, I was a, a mayor, a county executive in the state of Tennessee. That meant I was like a mini governor, right? So I had the authority when it came to COVID. And I refused to comply with any of the mandates. I refused to shut down. And I helped force the state of Tennessee to stay open. And so I was elected to Congress, not because I'm someone who's going to go along to get along, not because I'm some wealthy flower. They sent me up here because I'm a fighter. And as you said, that was a hard-fought race. It was a nine-way primary. They spent $2 million against me in the last three months of that race. And I prevailed, and I prevailed handily, and same thing in the general. So, again, I think people expect me to fight. That's what I'm doing. And the, the, the support from back home is, quite frankly, overwhelming. Um, the, the reason I want to bring that up in your background is this is not your first rodeo when it comes to tough fights and misrepresentations and all that. Do you feel confident that you can trust that this, that, 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 that there's enough detail here, particularly on the spending side and then on the rules that actually begins to break the cartel is Andy Ogles committing to his people in Tennessee five. Hey, if we get this done, I'm committing to you that we will make this work, and I will. This there will not be a bait and switch here, sir. Well, you know, uh, I, I'll say that I, th I think everybody is working in good faith. Uh, the deal, as it is, isn't as tight as I personally would like it. Uh, I'm not the only person in the room that's a part of these negotiations, so we, we work on this as a body. Um, but regardless, if we decide to move forward, we'll only move forward if it's a good package, a good rules package for the American people. There's certain things that we want on this that makes sure, you know, it's called quote-unquote regular order. We want rules that get us back to what you would call regular order, where I can offer an amendment that takes out some crazy monkey research in Amazon and their own co cocaine. I mean, I just don't care. The American people don't care about that. If we're going to spend money in Ukraine, I want accountability, okay? I'm not, I'm not against Ukraine, but those are our dollars. That's our taxpayer dollars. It's the money of the people, and they deserve accountability. And so that's what we're fighting to restore. And quite frankly, I'm not going to back down until we get it. And particularly for conservative Inc. and a lot of the conservative media, if you individuals had not taken this hard stand, would we have gotten any changes whatsoever in how the cartel works, sir? You know, uh, it, it's hard for me to know what might have happened, but unlikely. I mean, literally some of and, and I don't want to speak too soon. I don't want to reveal the details because they're not set in stone yet, so I don't want to misspeak. But some of the changes that we're fighting for and that we're working on and that are currently on paper, you have members of this body that have been working on these changes, trying to achieve these changes for a decade or more, two decades or more. And so here we are. In this moment of truth, provided not primarily because we have a slim majority in the Republican House, that we're able to force these changes. And quite frankly, I am humbled. It is an honor to be a part of that group that is making these changes happen. Because like I said, and, and I'll say this, there's a lot of members that are currently voting for Kevin 
that are coming to us and saying, thank you for taking a stand and for trying to change the way America is run. Congressman Ogles, how can, what's the social media? How can people follow you during this intense uh, period that we're about to enter starting at noon today when the curtain goes up? They can go to facebook.com uh, slash uh, Andy Ogles. If you just type in my name, I'm sure you'll, you'll find a page. But Facebook, uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, I need to do a better job, quite frankly, uh, of adding content to those. But as a new guy, I, I'm really focused. I've been so focused on the fight. Uh, and getting the outcome that the American people want. I've, I've kind of gotten tunnel vision on that. You know, I've rolled up my sleeves, yeah. I've put on my, I've taped up my knuckles, and here we go. Uh, and so I'll do, I'll try to do a better job of getting those, those updates out there for you guys. And I, and I really appreciate you uh, having me on. No, you, you got to do that because people want to find out more about you and more about the details. This audience is into the details of this fight. So thank you very much, sir. And thank you for fighting. Yes, sir. Y'all have a great day and God bless. Thank you. So, uh, Russ vote Ogles just stepped out of, uh, and by the way, that was a brutal primary down there in, in, in five. Um, in fact, Andy was running against a Trump endorsed candidate and won. That's how tough that fight was. Uh, let's go back to this, the outline. Of, let's go to the spending part of it first. Cause if I got a spending issue, I got a Russ vote first in the Trump administration. He's a guy you can't fool you. Now, walk me through at least what you know of the spending issues here, which kind of get to the, the it's a rules package and a way to break the cartel, open it up. And it's also about spending, about no more games, no more nonsense. Are you comfortable from what you're seeing and hearing about the spending side? Well, again, he is right that there, to my knowledge, there is no deal yet. They are ironing out the details. But what I the terms of that they are negotiating uh, are, are very encouraging on the spending side for two reasons. Number one, they're committing to doing a balance in 10-year budget, and they're going to put a specific number in there that overrides the appropriators in this fight and saying, at the very least, it's going to be this number. I don't want to say what that number would be, and that is going to be decided here and now. So when they come and do the budget, there's now no fight over are the moderates going to tank the budget because it doesn't it balance it, it actually balances or there's too many cuts. That's going to be a huge win, and they're also going to set up the debt limit fight and the terms by which they are not going to move a bill out of the House to give to Senate Republicans and Senate Democrats to raise the debt limit unless it meets the terms of their their balanced budget. So again, Matt Rosendale is, is very, very uh, right when he says uh, those are the types of things that require future action. But one of the things that I look for in a, in a term sheet like this is are you setting as much as you possibly can in the moment for the future battle? So yes, you're going to have to play out the game but you're trying to take away in the moment that you have leverage. And here's the thing. This is going to be protected now by the fact that the House conservatives will largely be in control of the House Rules Committee. So previously, if Denny Hastert or uh, Paul Ryan wrote on a piece of paper these meaningless uh, promises, you'd have no recourse whatsoever. Now, the entirety of the procedural control of the House will be in the hands of the House conservatives to be able to make sure that any spending bill coming yeah. to the floor, any debt limit bill coming to the floor meets the, the provisions of the term sheet. So that's, that is why I'm encouraged by the direction of where this is, and I'm looking forward to seeing the final details. 
Let me ask you the logic. The, 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 to put, to give the power to the Freedom Caucus or to the, to the, to the harder right people, which we admire, and quite frankly, most of them are not even as hard right as we are on this budget issues and the debt limit, because we're saying nothing and you got to get to the Federal Reserve. But given the fact that the way the apparatus, and you've been the best of being the architect of what the strategy is here, given that the cartel is not going to give up control of a $5.5 trillion, $6 trillion every year budget, why just in the thing of McCarthy throwing everything into the fire to make sure he can get he'll do anything at any point in time and tell you anything at any point in time to get it done. Why on earth would not just he agree, but that kind of that cult of Kevin, which I call it, and I think that's 60, 80 members, why would they ever agree to let the inmates because what you're saying is that the inmates will run the asylum? basically why would they ever consider i know our 20 of who would you know who's maybe the softer nose on that and would go for it uh, versus the harder the matt rosendales and bob goods and, and gates but why would mccarthy and the team around him given that they're bought and paid for by the lobbyists why would the lobbyists allow them to let the inmates run the asylum sir i think that's the conversation they're having right now i think they're trying to figure out uh you know there's, we're making progress. There, there's a move towards an agreement. They're going to have a conference call with their members, uh, and 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 it's very possible that the members don't agree with this. That the house of cards on the on the only Kevin's falls apart. That those who were waiting in the wings to be the viable candidate, in the words of Mick Mulvaney, to get 218, that they say they bolt and say no, we're not going to be a part of this. So. You know, you have this moment in time where McCarthy wants it so badly and has been just raked over the coals for another, this awesome four days, this historic four days that these 20 patriots allowed us to have to be in this position. Uh, but we don't know whether the cartel is going uh, to bless it or not. Russ, this has been two, at least two decades, and it's been at least 10 years since the Tea Party, 12 years since Tea Party since the in the sense of the defeat of Canner in 14, the removal of Boehner in 15, the huge fights we had in, in, in as you remember in 17 and 18, um, it's this is historic. Now, if it's it's got it, but you know, there's a massive lack of trust. Everybody understands that. Russ, how do people get to you throughout the day and following you on social media? Because we're getting into the <clears throat> and like I said, if people think it's been tough and nasty before, you ain't seen nothing yet. This is going to be really knives out all over. Number one. The lobbyists and they're going to sit there going, you crazy? Why are you going to give these the, these guys are the most dangerous guys on earth? Because they want to balance the They want to stop the spending, right? You can't do that. You can't do the, the, you let the Russ votes and the ban and get in on that debt ceiling. The game over. So how do people follow you, Russ? They can give me an at Russ vote, and that's on all of the social media channels, and we'll be updated as much as we possibly can uh, and beating back bad information and giving you uh, signal, not noise. Perfect. The 10-year balanced budget is is based off the predicate you laid out, your work, essentially? It'd be very, it'd be very consistent with it. Russ Vogt, you're a hero and a patriot, sir. Thank you for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Tiffany Justice is going to talk about what the country thinks of this. John Frex is going to come in and say, no way, fight on. All next in the world. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVIDtaxrelief.org 
just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Welcome back. Friday, 6 January in the year of our Lord, 1773. That's what it feels like because there's a revolt that is brewing. Uh, breaking news here. I want to make sure everybody understands this in this posse. So Jake Sherman at Punchbowl, and he's one of the most best sourced um, uh, dialed in guys in, in media. He's got his own site now that just covers Capitol Hill. He put out a little while ago that Kevin McCarthy announced on the GOP call that he and Chip Roy have a deal. Chip Roy's uh, press office instantaneously came out. He did not say this, and any agreement will take us all. We are making progress, but don't let the sharks confuse the ongoing engagement. If you want to have your voice heard now, the number is 202-225-3121. That is the main switchboard for Capitol Hill. You can ask for any congressman. Get your punch list out. Make your calls. Have your voice heard. Send your emails. And by the way, for get your local... Get your congressman's local office and make sure they hear there too, whether you're for or again. Um, as I tell everybody, you know, people talk this cutesy thing, drain the swamp, and we want to drain the swamp. We want to drain the swamp. Put put the this is this is the you're sitting at the adults table, okay? This show is different than all the others because you're sitting at the adults table and we get down into the weeds and the nitty gritty because this is how you're going to have to take on the apparatus. If you want to have the cutesy term, drain the swamp, he's not draining the swamp. This is the pick and shovel work that has to be done. And trust me, there are knives out for these guys, these men and women, it's like you've never seen before. The lobbyist community is coming together, and they don't want to. And I think Rosendale said in the beginning, the thing he's seen is just too general and leaves them too many rules. Now, that being said, they have not just moved the Overton window. These are things for 20 years, haven't they just told them no, 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 no. So that's why it's a historic moment. And we're going to see how it plays out. But I got to tell you, the people are saying McCarthy cannot be the speaker under any circumstances because he can't be trusted is a hard, hard, hard group. And I don't see how you move those guys, uh, those men and women. And I think uh, Bobert is part of that. And she's stepped up and I think she's been a hero the last couple of days. Let's go to Tiffany Justice. Tiffany, you, you're uh, you're on the deck plates at the school board level with this parental rights movement. 
Does this seem like something that's so esoteric? They're talking about these rules packages and spending on this. So it's so beyond it. Or because you've seen this viewership is kind of galvanized on what's happening. How is it playing out there in America? And how does it tie into your parental rights movement, ma'am? I think D.C. finally looks like the rest of the country, Steve. This has been happening all over the country for the past two years. I've told you before, a lot of our members um, haven't been involved in politics before, and they felt somewhat politically homeless um, in the past two years as they've gone to elected officials, Republicans or Democrats, and their concerns have fallen on deaf ears. Uh, Representative Bob Good spoke yesterday, and he said that his constituents are telling him that they are done with the status quo, that they want changes to happen. And so we're just incredibly thankful thankful to see that there's real action being taken to try to correct the course of the country. Moms and dads on the ground know that the direction this country is taking is not a good future for their children. When, when you, you have these, when they're talking about these esoteric rules packages, the people, do you think, get the joke that the system's broken? Everybody says the system's broken. Yet the Democrats and MSNBC, they've run it. They've run it like this under Pelosi a couple of times. This is how it ran under Boehner. I mean, people are saying, and Fredericks knows this from the Tea Party movement on. That was twelve years ago. All these kind of concerns were dismissed, and we got rid of Canner and we got rid of Boehner, and eventually you got rid of Ryan. And still, there was no structural changes. Is it too esoteric for people? Or are they kind of engaged and they say, "Hey, I may not understand how this all works, but there's something important going on here." I think a lot of Americans are starting to understand how it works. And I think that the past few days have been incredibly telling as we have seen these 20 patriots standing up, asking questions, demanding changes, be villainized by the left, by the right, by all media. I heard uh, some people on Fox the other day talking about the 20 patriots standing up uh, and, and not willing to move forward without rules changes. And they called them saboteurs. And at one point they were called insurrectionists. Um, so you have uh, the American. American people watching as there are lies that are being sold to them, that somehow um, the House is going to go to the Democrats. We're going to have a Democrat uh, speaker. And, and that is just not the case. Um, there's been all kinds of fear mongering about, oh, we need to get to work. This is costing too much money for the American people. I think what the patriots, the people that are standing up, Byron Donalds, Bob Good, Lauren Boebert need to know is that the American people are behind them. They understand that this is a messy process. Um, you know, Steve, I'm a registered Republican, but I would be lying to you to, if I said that I was accepted with open arms by the Republican Party in my own county. And parents and, and moms and dads that are Republicans that have looked to be more involved in the political process in their hometowns have not been welcomed by the establishment. In fact, I think sometimes Republicans have done more to hurt this parental rights movement overall than Democrats ever could have. So I think you have a nation of people that are very excited to see people stamping up, uh, speaking out and not waiting for some turn that they're supposed to wait in order for their voice to be heard. They were elected to serve and do the job at hand. And that is exactly what they're doing. Is this for the for the for the for the, um, the parents rights movement and at the deck place for people getting engaged as school board levels want to take it on? Is this going to increase their enthusiasm or they're going to say this is so corrupt? I just want to go back. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll worry about my kids, but I just I can't do this because even at the top level, it's so corrupt and incompetent. Where, where will this break? More engagement or less engagement? More engagement. This is a glimmer of hope in a place that we didn't think we would see it for a very long time to see people standing up and speaking out and really, you know, speaking to the American public and saying, we hear you. 
We hear that you're concerned. We know this country is heading in the wrong direction. There was a gentleman that got up yesterday and his name escapes me, I apologize. He nominated uh, McCarthy and he had a, a piece of paper and it was blank. And he said, you see this piece of paper? It's blank because no one ever asks me to cut spending. Only people in my in, in my constituents ask me to, to increase spending. Well, I, I've got a message for him. That just isn't true. The American parents are very concerned about the debt that our children are going to inherit. And we want to be the ones to make changes. I believe it was Thomas Paine who said, uh, if there is trouble, let it be in my day so that my children can live in peace. So you have a nation of citizens that are ready for the fight. We're, we're ready to take our country back and, and start moving in a better and brighter direction for our kids. How do they get to you, Tiffany, on social media? How do they get to Moms for Liberty? Yeah, go to momsforliberty.org. You can follow us. Uh, go to the website. Sign up to be a member or start a chapter if you can, if you have the time and the commitment to do that. Um, follow me on social media at for Tiffany Justice. You can follow us at moms, the number four, Liberty. Tina Deskovich, also the co-founder on Twitter. Uh, follow us and, and help us to, to move this country forward together. Tiffany, thank you very much. 90-second break. John Frederick, Steve Cortez, Congressman Bob Good. all next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.